Hello, this is Courtney Linda. Danielle Gaudet. Linda Yunjin. And you're listening to For a New Humanity podcast from Earth Management TV. This episode is our very first one, and we're talking about the birth of a new humanity. Yeah, when I first heard that word, I had some reaction to it. Like, why did we really have to call it the birth of a new humanity? Like, I know the miracle of life is beautiful, <laughs> but can't we evolve? Can't we evolve into a new humanity? Why Why did we choose birth? Right, and who's giving birth? <laughs> <laughs> Birth to this new humanity. Who is the first? <laughs> I don't envy that's them. So, that's so funny. When I think of birth, I think of I think of new, like brand new. So it kind of excites me. So it's so funny. You heard it that way. And I heard, all right, let's have a brand new humanity. Let's go. <laughs> to me, it sounds like a lot of pain. <laughs> it does. It does. Yes. And then when I first heard birth, I was like, okay, well, birth of a new humanity from Mother Earth. But then it made me think the next step, like, okay, how can Mother Earth give birth to a new humanity? Question mark, question mark, question mark. So I guess that's something we'll dissect and talk about in today's episode of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's just dive right into this topic because there are a lot of interesting new concepts here, like you guys mentioned. First of all, birthing, and then the second one, the keyword, new humanity. So what is this concept of a new humanity? Because it's not something that, that's very common that I think we talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't talk about it much, but we need it so much, right? <laughs> yeah, it feels like humanity, an upgraded version of humanity, I think that's is what this concept is talking about, is what is desperately needed at this time. Just humanity better version, upgraded consciousness. Yeah. 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 I agree with that because, you know, we've progressed so much as a society, you know, it's, it's undeniable all the technology and advancements and comfort and convenience that we created with this human mind and in our human civilization. But I feel like this at the same time, there's so much suffering. There's still chaos. There's still fighting. There's still very real problems on earth. And I think that Arguably speaking, you know, even me looking back from people, how they operated from my childhood and now, Mm. it's very arguable that maybe humanity is more corrupt now than it was before when we had less technology, less conveniences. I don't know. Is it just me? I feel like people were so much more pure when we were younger. Maybe because I was younger, but I don't know. I just feel like the world was a much purer, happier place. And it's like getting worse I don't know. Do you guys feel that way too? Yeah. Yeah. And I I just, I feel like, especially from, you know, the perspective of earth management TV, we know we need to recycle. We know we need to kind of change our lifestyle, but why aren't we doing those simple things? Um, And to me, that relates to actually how the individual feels um, in their day to day and in their life. Um, And so to me, a new humanity means one that's actually more in touch with both themselves and and what we need to do to take better care of the earth and to be Mm. nice to each other. Mm. That's a like really good point. Actually, when you say that, I I start thinking very specifically, what does it look like? Right. Like that. What kind of actions are we taking? How are we treating each other? How are we treating ourselves? 
what's our relationship to ourselves? Like what does a new humanity actually look like? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, I guess, first of all, I need to clarify in my mind, the definition of a new humanity and then what that kind of person would look like. So for me, when I say new humanity and the reason why we need a new humanity and birthing a new humanity is like, kind of like what you guys said, you know, we need some people who operate a little bit differently, maybe operate with a little bit more character, integrity, operate with different, I guess, motivations in life that kind of put more people um, that benefit from their choices, maybe. So for me, someone from a new humanity is someone who actually works and does good for the earth, right? So mm-hmm. I guess some, if that was my definition of a new humanity and the reason why we need it now is because there's so many people who are with their choices, actions, and words, maybe doing more harm to each other, to themselves, to earth than they might be aware of. So for me, someone from a new humanity is someone who acts, thinks, behaves in a way that is good for themselves, good for other people, and good for the earth. Whatever mm. that means for you. It could look like so many different things for so many different people. Yeah. Yeah, I think the key point, though, is that kind of small. I hear when you, when you talk small, I think the people have become very small, kind of to your point, like when we were younger, it seemed like everyone was more pure. It feels like people have become more and more and more just sort of focused on their self-interest. That's true. Me, 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 me. Yeah. There's such a huge increase of that loud ego voice. And just with social media and everything, it's like me, me, me. And then that leads to so much greed and corruption. It just feels like it's magnifying, like it's getting worse before it gets better. But I feel like a new humanity would need to be people who are living with a mind that's a much wider view, not just stuck on this me, but for me, for for the good of all, for the good of the earth, a much larger consideration. I know there's a saying that Native Americans said, you know, seven considering seven generations with every action you do, we need to kind of go back to that mentality, although we can't go back, we need to progress forward even further with that wide consideration, really accessing our own self-love and inner wisdom. And that's why it's a birth. That's why it's it's that strong word, because it's going to take a, a certain kind of transformation mm-hmm. to really get us back into that place from where, where we are now. Um, yeah, but to me, it's simple. It's just... You know, if we feel better, we're going to treat people with more kindness. And if we are more accepting of ourselves, we're going to be more accepting of other people's beliefs and values too. So we're going to stop clashing with each other uh, at every turn. That That's what a new humanity kind of looks like to me. I love that. Yeah, me too. It does feel kind of simple. Like if I create my inner world that way, then it's going to naturally happen outside of me. That's the hope, right? That's the right. hope. And that's where consciousness comes in because we can know we need to be nice to each other, but we actually have to like embody that feeling. We actually have to, you know, create the energy or the level of consciousness of of peace, of kindness um, in order to make it sustainable, I think, in order to kind of hold ourselves at this level of new humanity. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, when we tie it into consciousness, it kind of also is 
uh, sending light bulbs in my brain, it makes sense. It's a new birth because if it's awakening something in your consciousness to now, mm -hmm. like maybe I had a habit of just thinking about me, me, me without even realizing it because it's not that I'm a bad person, but that's what society kind of teaches you, right? That's how we're conditioned. So maybe if I'm used to living that kind of lifestyle where I only think about myself and my convenience and maybe extending to the people I love, then this like new thought awakening in my consciousness of, wait a minute, there's something beyond me. There's something beyond my family. There's something beyond my little world. That awakening in my brain to me seems also like a birth of a new thought, birth of a new consciousness, birth of a new level of operating mm -hmm. my life that makes me a part of this new humanity. Not necessarily like my physical body is dead and I have to give birth to a new baby that has this thought, not even that dramatic. It's like a death of a prior way of operating, I guess, and right. the birthing of a new way of operating with the same person, me, but it's a death of my old ego and a birth of my new awakening with enlightened living. Right. So it's kind of like the smaller minded me gives birth to the bigger, greater minded me yeah I like I that the way you said that yeah <laughs> and that's yeah. painful like you said Courtney in the beginning you know like it sounds it painful birthing sounds painful shedding yeah. that old me shedding my habits the old mm -hmm. me the ego you know we have these connotations of oh that sounds bad but it's simply put ego that is my old habit right mm -hmm. my old way of thinking my old way of operation for somebody to let go of their habit is one of the hardest things that we can ever attempt to do because we're so conditioned to operate a certain way, but to let go of that and to choose something new is so painful, yeah. so difficult, and takes so much courage to go to the other side, I feel like. from And, my and yet it's probably one of the most rewarding things you can ever do for yourself. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Hopefully, like birth, it'll be painful, but give way to a great joy and something very beautiful and fulfilling and enriching because that's that's also what birth is too, yeah. is the other side. Yeah. Yeah. So why do you think that we need this right now in this day and age? What we're talking about right now, everything that we've been saying so far, why now? Why do we need this now in this day and age? That question is almost like redundant. Like you you can barely turn the news on without seeing some really dark and, and heavy things going on all over the world. Um, it's just like we're focusing in the wrong direction. Every time I look at the news, that that's what I that's what I feel. There's there's so much pain out there. There's mm -hmm. so much suffering. There's so much inequality. Uh it's 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 tough it's tough to even you know walk around in the city there's a lot of heaviness out there yeah I really kind of feel like it's past due right it's like we needed this not we not just now we needed this first for meant for a long long time now we've been needing this it's late it's late for this and yeah it's just really apparent how as Courtney said, like, well, you just turn on the news and you can see so clearly how much it's needed. But for me, if I think about, if I hear all the problems and I think about, oh, should I go there and help support that cause? And, oh, should I go over there and, you know, save 
the ocean. Oh, maybe I need to save the trees. And oh, should I go, you know, fight for these people? I, it's like so stressful and hugely overwhelming and despairing. But that's why the hope for me is this concept, this new humanity, this consciousness, this giving birth to another self. And if a greater self inside, a self that's full of empathy and integrity and just honesty, transparency, just and, and love, a greater love and caring. If more and more and more and more and more people were doing that. And like, we could set that, we could set that on fire. That's a consciousness. It's invisible, but we could set that on fire. We could all become inspired by each other and make that happen. Only when that happens, all those little micro problems that feel impossible to wrap my arms around, they're going to get solved. So many different humans are going to stand up and be inspired to take action on so many different causes just with that kind of more beautiful, widely benefiting mind. That's how the problems are going to start to be solved one by one. I mean, I feel like we're sort of slowly starting to look in that direction as a humanity, but we we need to really speed that up. We need to get through the birth canal as quickly as possible. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. the most beautiful part about that is, is that it's up to our individual choices, right? Like it's mm -hmm. something that only I can do for myself. The choice to let go of this smaller me and to choose a bigger me, choose a different way of life is something that only I can do for myself. Nobody else can tell me to do it. I have to actually do it. And then at the same time, nobody can take this away from me, right? If I mm -hmm. choose that, nobody mm -hmm. can take it away from me. They can take mm -hmm. away my house. They can take away my car. They can take away my lover. They can take away so much things in my life that's external that might give me joy and fulfillment. But this choice, this change in my consciousness, this brain is something that nobody can literally go in and take outside of me. So I think, you know, I, I things like this really excite me. Things that I can change in my life that unless I choose differently, nobody can take it away, right? It's totally in mm -hmm. my control. And I think that's the beauty mm -hmm. about this, this new humanity, the, the new humanity concept and giving birth to myself, this new consciousness in my brain from my choice. I really like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's very hopeful. It's very mm -hmm. hopeful. And just to reiterate again, like, yeah, it's hard and painful, but at the same time, satisfying and rewarding. Uh, to live from that kind of place. I think we all can feel like we have a lot of integrity if our choices revolve around taking care of, of ourselves and each other and, and the earth. Um, I, it just feels better. I think all of us have a natural kind of sense of what that is and, and feels like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I love that, Linda, you said choice. So to me, whenever there's a choice, I think, there's an action, right? If we could all just keep making choices and following our choices with action and just repeat that every day, the world will change. The world will definitely change. So what's what's going to be our call to action for everybody who's listening today? What, what are we going to present as a call to action? I think that we, we are talking, we want to let people take time to think about the earth every day, right? We're trying to bring people's awareness towards the earth and our concern for the earth. So 
Um, do you want to talk about this call to action, this earth hour concept? So before we do that, I want to say a little something that you just mentioned that mm -hmm. the action needs to follow, right? Because mm -hmm. as long as we have this, like, you know, we might have the best intention of like, okay, now I really want to live for the benefit of the earth. And I really want to do something good for other people. But if I sit on my butt and just have that intention and just have that thought, and just hope that magically something will happen because I'm going to pray about it and manifest it in my reality. That doesn't work, people. You got to move your butt. You got to <laughs> get up and do something if you have the mind to do it. So I just wanted to say you when you said, Danielle, about action that needs to follow that choice, that is absolutely critical for everyone listening to this. The action needs to follow the choice for the change to happen. 100%. For us to feel good, right? Like actually, if we say, oh, I really want to make change and then we don't do anything, that does not feel good to me, right? It doesn't Saying look I want to make either. change. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Saying I want to make change and then doing something about it, uh, it's, it's it's full circle. You, you've kind of said what you're, you're going to do. You've, that it's integrity, right? Yeah. Definitely. Action is the loudest choice. So I think it'll be great if we give a clear action suggestion to anyone who's listening and maybe more and more people can start to incorporate this and actually do something in their lives. So do we want to talk about earth hour? Yes. Okay. So I personally just recently heard about this thing called earth hour where it's, um, you basically turn your lights off, right? You turn your lights off for at least an hour. So the suggestion is one hour, which is why it's called earth hour. You turn your lights off and you step away from whatever is making you busy, your electronics, your work, you step back from that for an hour and maybe like go on a walk or do a meditation, do something that helps you connect back to yourself. So, you know, I work in an office, you know, I edit YouTube videos, I'm on electronics all the time, right? My lights are on all the time. So when I heard, first heard about, okay, turn your lights off for an hour, I'm also in a room with no windows. So if I turn the lights off, it's pitch black in here. <laughs> I had a lot of resistance, but I was like, okay. I heard that just by turning your lights off, it reduces um, carbon emissions from the energy that's needed to generate the electricity. So I was like, okay, you know, I this is something that I haven't done before. It's out of my comfort zone. I'm not used to doing this, but let me try. So I turned the lights off for an hour and I... I walked, I walked around the office because I sit and edit videos all the time. So I walked around my office and now this has become a habit. And I think I've done it for about a month now. And mm. it's, it's great. I look for, I choose one hour of my day. It's the same time every single day. So I don't have to remember. It's the same time every single day. I turn my lights off and I take a step back from what I'm doing and I focus on myself and it really helps me kind of reset and reconnect to what's really important because if I'm not healthy, if I'm not happy, if I'm not feeling peaceful, like you mentioned, Courtney, earlier in this podcast, I have to feel good to produce good results. I have to feel good to radiate that kind of positivity out in the world. So I personally really love Earth Hour. It reminds me yeah. to shut off my external busyness and come back into me. Right. Yeah, there's two two elements of it too. I've been doing it for about the same amount of time. You know, one is actually to, to try and help reduce our carbon footprint and reduce, you know, conserve um, energy. Um, but the other, I found it made it made me more conscious of the other actions I take during the day. 
Hmm. And I wasn't kind of prepared for it, that it, it just has me thinking about the earth more in my day-to-day -day actions. That's true. Um, and so that's, that's another kind of element of this. So you're, you are conserving electricity and then please take that time to do something good for you. Take a walk out in nature. If it's possible, anything is okay. Um, but you might find if you get in the habit of doing it, it's going to extend out uh, further into your life. Just trying to take one hour out of your day, it's going to start creating a, a different way of thinking and a different you know, a set of, of habits or behaviors that do consider the earth and that do consider, um, you know, your, your own health too. Yeah, that's so great. I think that's like perfectly true. What we're talking about here, you make a choice, you follow it with an action and that's how you start to make a new healthy habit. We change our old unhealthy habits. So, so let me clarify that one more time. We want to put a call to action out there for everyone. We, it's, Earth Hour. We're calling it Earth Hour. It's something that you can also look up. People are doing it in different ways all around the world. We want to suggest turning off your lights for one hour every day. You can pick your hour. You can pick your Earth Hour. And during that one hour, so turning off the lights is going to help reduce your carbon footprint, but also it's going to give you time to reflect about the Earth. Maybe you go for a walk. Maybe you just do some meditation and change your inner landscape and do some breathing and so that you can <laughs> contribute more love and light when the lights come back on an hour later. You can use your one hour as you need, but it's going to start to awaken your attention to the earth. And as Courtney said, hopefully it will start to help you make new healthy habits in other parts of your day. But even if not, just that one hour as a respectful, honoring, and contemplation time for the earth. What do you think? Should we try it, everybody? I love it. I love okay. it. Yeah, it, it really made me see electricity in a different way. I'm so grateful <laughs> for Thomas Edison, God bless his soul, for inventing <laughs> electricity so people like us can do our work in 2023. <laughs> yes, 2023. It's yeah. true. It's true. And I think that it doesn't matter when you choose to do it, but I do recommend you try to do it at the same time every day. Um, otherwise, at least in my experience, it's too easy to forget. But every day, you know, 2.30 p.m., 4 p.m., you turn off your lights, then it starts to become more and more of a habit. It's easier for your brain to kind of remember that way. So pick what time of the day. And of course, your work schedule has to come into that too, right? Your family life has, you got to take care of them too. So, so pick an hour that you can kind of commit to every day is what we recommend. Yeah. 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 Sounds great. All right. Well, I think that's about a wrap for our very first podcast. Um, we're oh. so excited to be here. Our very first <laughs> and, episode. <laughs> and uh, we want to thank you so much for listening. Um, a, a video version of this podcast is available, going to be available on Earth Management TV on our YouTube. So if you get a chance, check out the channel, like, comment, and subscribe. Yes. And uh, this is going to be a regular podcast, so make sure you stay tuned. We'll catch you on our next episode, which is going to be about coexistence and the interconnectedness of all life, how we knowingly or unknowingly affect each other every day and what that means for you and I. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. See you next time. <laughs>